0: So yesterday we mentioned the Gemara in Beitza. The Gemara in tells us that although a person's income is set, it's fixed. However, saw Shabbos, the money that you spend for Shabbos, so that you'll get back, you'll get paid back, you'll get reimbursed from Hakadosh Baruch based on the concept of Levu alive ani pareya. You put out your money, I'll pay you back. The Gemara brings several sources for this concept that a person should spend money on Shabbos and not worry about it. He'll end up getting the money back. However, this is. Troubling in light of two gemaras. The gemara in Ksubis, Daphnun, tells us that, that a person should not spend more than a fifth when it comes to mitzvahs, Someone that's specifically by tzedakah. But the gemara sounds like a person should never spend more than a fifth when it comes to mitzvahs. So how could the gemara here tell us that an Adam is and yet we're not allowed to spend more than a fifth on mitzvahs? Why not? Hakadosh Baruch paying me back. So why can't my expense account be more than that? Additionally, <coughs> there's a Gemara in Psachim, and also Gemara in Shabbos. This is found in Shabbos as well in the sugis of owning Shabbos and getting ready for Shabbos. The Gemara tells us, "This is Rabbi Kiva. Asecha chachol va'al tstarach the brios. A person. It's better for a person to make his Shabbos into a weekday to not be to not be so fancy. It's better to do, to do that and not come on to the brios, not come on to meeting other people. So what's going on here? So, the truth is, the first question, one really could answer it with the following realization of the Peshat and the Gemara. When the Gemara tells us that Chaitzahs of Shabbos are not included in B'zanois V'Shaladom, that does not give a person the allowance to go spend crazy amounts, whatever that means for that person, for Shabbos and say, oh, Kadosh Baruch is going to pay me back. We see many Gemaras throughout Shas that are discussing someone who doesn't have enough money for a Shabbos candle. If a person, we have this Gemara by Hanukkah. If a person only has money for Ner Hanukkah or Ner Shabbos, which one comes first, what does that mean? What do you mean? A person should spend everything and you'll get money back. So borrow money and somehow you'll pay it back. Obviously, a person has to live within Tava, with the nature. So what is Pshad on the Gemara? When the Gemara tells us, So this is in light of other Gemaras we know in Shaz. The Gemara of tells us that a person has to be responsible. So what does it mean? You could spend more. It means that it's trying to tell us don't be cheap. Don't be uh, penny-pinching when it comes to Shabbos. Even though a person during the week should in fact care and be financially responsible on Shabbos you don't have to be as responsible when it comes to Shabbos expenses as you would during the week so levu live ni the led you know uh, spend money and I'll pay it back that a couple is guaranteeing us that's just trying to show us go a little extra than than what you would normally do during the week that you would normally spend on some of the players can say a person should perhaps spend double on what he spends on during the week for Shabbos for a Shabbos Suda, but there is a ceiling. The ceiling is responsibility. So, how do you gauge that? So, if you look in the Achorinim, they say that in light of the next Gemara the, Gemara, the the next question we asked was that the Gemara says, a person should make his Shabbos a weekday, have, have you know a tuna sandwich, but don't be, don't come on to people. So the players can say like this: if a person has a job and in his course of business, he expects to be making Money, or there's a legitimate chance he's going to collect. He has, I don't know, accounts receivable. He has, you know, business might be down this month, but he's hoping it's going to bounce back. So then he could say, Mm -hmm. The betochan is that spend money on Shabbos for Shabbos as if you have it, as if you are going to realize those gains. So that's fine. However, let's say a person does not have any way but to make this money back. He's literally borrowing money with no intention of returning it. No way to return it. So that borders on stealing. So he's going to, to tell him to go spend money. He's not, he has no way of paying it back. So that the Archashokhan, the all the Olapa clearly say that a person should not do that. So the Niper is limited to when a person has a job. He has a way with archateva that he hopes to be able to pay back. He's going to collect on some of his uh, his accounts receivable, and that's how he's going to pay back these loans. However, if a person does not have any way bidar khata, one should not spend money for Shabbos and say, ah. Oh, Kabishwok says, Lavu alive an eperea, no, the Gomorrah Kiva tells us, they shabba tha it's styrah labrias. Don't you don't take tzedakah funds for Shabbos. There are times when a person should take tzedakah funds, parsumanisa, the gumara in psychim, dafko few days, dalakos, okay, but that but not for Shabbos. So a person should have basic food on Shabbos, but not take tzedakah for his Shabbos meals. <clears throat> if you look at the uh the Aruch and he says that just by the way this only applies when a person's doing it l'shem Shemayim. a person's doing it, I don't know, he, he likes food. The whole week he eats a lot, so he happens to be eating a lot on Shabbos. But that's not a Shabbos. That's not the covered Shabbos. So a person has to be honest with themselves when they're spending extra money and they're going beyond, uh, you know, they're going beyond what, what would be deemed financially responsible. That it has to be considered the covered Shabbos. So that would be part of this concept of. Now, just by the way, the Gemara when the Gemara says Shabbat batechol b'itzarach lebris," the posek can say that a person, if you, a per- person is in that financial situation, so a person should eat less during the week to save some money for Shabbos. If a person has to, uh, so you, you uh, avoid, you know, Starbucks coffee, whatever, whatever it is. If a person in that in that state, so then you would consider how to save money for Shabbos. Okay, now what's included in HaTzah Shabbos? The so, Aruch HaShohan says anything that you're doing with Shabbos, that would be included. Some of the price can discuss, let's say I have a local store which is pricey, but I could travel a distance and go to the uh, generic brand store. Do I have to do that, or can I say no, it's Hei Shabbos? So some of the price can say that if the food is better, you have a higher quality food, even if it's a little more expensive, but it's the same, same type of food, still that would be considered Hei Shabbos. And you don't have to find the cheapest uh, deal. You know, when when you have an expense account, depending on which company you work for, some of them say, okay, you have to take the middle seat, on Delta, basic economy, that that's all you're getting, and some some are a little more uh, relaxed. You could take your wit your aisle seat, window seat, business class, or whatever you work for. So when it comes to this, so whatever's considered normal that people shop there, even though technically it's cheaper to go to Walmart, but since. It's it's uh, considered reasonable to shop at a typical supermarket chain when one does not have to find the cheapest place and say oh now I can height saw Shabbos. Akolish bracha will pay you back even for the uh, the brand name food as long as there's some benefit whether it's less tircha more you'll have more benefit on Shabbos something along those lines. The post can discuss can a person let's say a person has cleaning help in their house. Would that be deductible as Haitzah Shabbos? What about paying money for your local city Erev? So I don't know if you know, but most, many cities have a, have a community Erev, and it, it needs, there's a, a lot of money that goes in for maintenance, for checking it, for repairs, expansions, a lot of time and, and money goes into it. So the question is, does that money, is that money included in Haitzah Shabbos? So, let's say a person doesn't have so much money, but they'll give a little more, Banking on the fact that they'll collect later from their business, would that be included in Hitzal Shabbos? So I saw some of the can say that no, these are not really part of covered Shabbos. However, I want to argue, and the truth is, I found the Chut Shani, Rav Nisan Karelitz uh, Zetzal. He paskins that you could use Hitzal uh, Shabbos for for cleaning lady for for uh, paying for your eruv, and I would argue that that this is correct based on the Sefer hasidin that we mentioned yesterday. That whenever we discuss covered Shabbos, having a peaceful, enjoyable Shabbos is also part of covered Shabbos. Covered Shabbos doesn't mean to have a fancy steak, but the family's not getting along with each other. And for many families, it is very important to have cleaning help prior to Shabbos, otherwise Shabbos will be stressful, so that definitely should be included in the Shabbos. Additionally, having an area in a community where people could go out, to friends, to socialize again, social distancing. But the concept of being able to walk around with with your children with a stroller, that definitely is part of a person's Einik Shabbos. And I would add, perhaps paying for your air conditioning or for your heating. Let's say a person, you know, during the summer months, so they don't they they, they don't want to spend so much money on the air conditioning, so they keep it. I don't know, seventy one degrees. They're not they're not really too. Uh, too cool in the house, but for Shabbos, maybe the covered Shabbos that they would take it down a notch and spend some more money on that. That would also be part of it. You, you have a more enjoyable Shabbos, whether it's heat, air conditioning, maybe sh- getting Shabbos lamps. The place can discuss. Let's say you want to want to do something that's a chumra, getting a, a a Shabbos mode oven or refrigerator device that's gonna take away all the. All the shalas that come up by opening it, and you know the the, the frost going off. So perhaps that also would be included in covered Shabbos. Spend covered covered Okay, so that's really included in Hatzah Shabbos. What about other mitzvahs? So we just briefly mentioned the concept of tamataira Is also the Gemara says tamatara for your children is not included in your mizaynoysev uh, So that the person should spend on. Additionally, a person's own learning. Many of the achronim say a person could also spend money on his own unless a person wants to hire a tutor or the like. So as long as he has a reasonable way of paying it back, eventually, so a person could do that and that would be included in height sauce, tamotaira <laughs> Rav Weiss has a very interesting question regarding. He says that he's seen that people that are involved in mitzvahs, the in selling mitzvahs, they start jacking up the prices, and he says he have lulavim or matzvahs and. He said he was asked if that's fine, since people are spending money on mitzvahs anyways, and their is excluding mitzvahs, is that fine? So first of all, most did not learn that it excludes mitzvahs. It's just talking about Shabbos, Yontif, and Tamil Tira, perhaps for Shkodesh as well. There is a ritva. The ritva says, that it includes all mitzvahs, but either way Asher says it's tar- It's a terrible thing borderline on geneva I know all these different uh, Mishpah terms that would be make it wrong to do it to start jacking up the prices since anyone anyone wants to do it for mitzvah Anyways, let me start jacking up the prices. So he says that that should not be done at all That's in his new sefer called Kaliha HaMitzvahs. So I and sham Asher Weiss in that sefer Okay in Halacha Gimel, in the Chai Adam here, he talks about preparing for Shabbos. So he brings down from the Shulchan Aruch that a person, even for a person, this is found in the Gemara, mitzvah call Adam, every person, and who ba'atzma, he himself should do something for Shabbos. The Gemara says that the Amiram themselves would prepare for Shabbos. They wouldn't rely on their help. You know, totally. They would do something. Let's say a person's a guest by someone's house. Try to do something. I don't know. Take out the garbage. Bring drinks to the table. Something to show that I'm Mechabe Shabbos, and the more effort you put into it, that's the, that's the way one honors the Shabbos. You know, sometimes when a person goes away for Shabbos, so they might have an enjoyable Friday, they don't have to be busy with Shabbos, but they're also lacking in the covet Shabbos. The covet Shabbos is, is, is uh, anticipation of Shabbos. Eynik Shabbos is on Shabbos itself, enjoying your, your challenge. Kavit Shabbos is what you did in order to prepare for Shabbos. So, of course, some people can't always be home. But when you go away, at least do something to show a covered Shabbos. And Halacha Dalit, Ka'af Halacha Dalit, the goes on to say that the minog is for women to, to bake challah the covered Shabbos. So a small part of that is, again, this theme of preparing for Shabbos. But there's a lot more going on when it comes to the minog of baking challah. So Mir will discuss that tomorrow.